Hey, friends, and welcome back to another interview episode of Thriving Thoughts. I'm your host, Dr. Sherry. It's a treat to have you back for today's conversation with my friends, Amber and Dara. Interestingly enough, Dara is the niece of my aunt, not my aunt by blood, but my aunt by marriage. And that aunt is like a second mom to me. So it's been pretty cool to reconnect with Dara and learn more about her and how she chooses to thrive in friendship. What I love about this conversation in particular is that Dara and Amber both describe that you have to be one to get one. In other words, if you want a ride or die, if you want to be a good friend, are you willing to be one to get one? They describe several instances in their over their friendship in which Dara has dropped everything to go and be by Amber's side when she was in a time of need and in which Amber tells it like it is to Dara and says, no, 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 you're not going to settle for that. So I love their authenticity and their honesty in sharing with you just very openly what it means to be a good friend. And once again, this is another duo who are geographically separated. I know you will find a piece of you in either Amber or Dara. And as they say at the end, if you don't have one, go get yourself an Amber, go get yourself a Dara. Let's, hey, let's dive in. So what, Amber, what's got you in a way this morning? Um, getting one of my kids up for work and getting her out the door on time. And um, I found a condom wrapper in my house yesterday. Oh. Super exciting. Super exciting, good times. Oh, well, just the just the leaf part, you know, where you tear it off, and I only knew it was that because I could read the word lubricated across it. And All right, Amber- Dara, what is your <sighs> advice for your friend here? Ooh, we have talked about this. Her uh, her girls are sixteen, and uh, she has twins, and uh, one of them is a little more. Um, popular social advanced than the other so you know I always just tell her try to stay cool and have a nice open conversation because if she tries to come down on her they're gonna like shut off which I do I know you try you do try she does try her best but mama mode kicks in so (laughs) well yeah the fierce protector right yep well I was even calm last night when I saw it I just needed to know if we used it, that way I know what to do. And she said no. She said that um, Charlie, her friend, they had blown it up like a balloon or whatever. I don't even know. I don't, <laughs> so they were like messing around with it. Yeah. I know that she hasn't done anything like that yet. I really think that she would tell me. As she came to me the other week and told me she was ready for birth control. Didn't she, Dara? She did. So I think that if something had happened, she would tell me. I've worked really, really hard on telling them I won't go psycho when it's that time. <laughs> go psycho. Well, so. it's hard. So let me ask you guys this, Dara. Um, you don't have children. No. Right. And so how does that, um, I, I have a couple of, well, all of my close friends have children and I don't have children. I'm and in so, the same boat. Yeah. So it's interesting. Um, how does that play out for you guys? Like Amber, when you're going through something like this, you still talk to Dara about it. It's not like you deem Dara like not knowledgeable because she doesn't have kids. You trust Dara's her Dara's my baby daddy. <laughs> Dara, Dara uh, with the twins, especially with the twins. Yeah. Dara has been there since 
probably since they were conceived. Let's just be honest. I would say probably in the house since we were twelve. Oh wow. Okay. So you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Baby daddy. Got yeah. It. Okay. That's right. Yeah. So she's <laughs> been there with the twins. She, we, you know, we lived with Dara for a couple of years, and and even in that, Dara took on a, even more of a a really apparent role with the girls. Mm-hmm. So Dara knows the girls very very well. She knows she's not surprised when I call her and tell her Camry did something. I yeah. can tell her what the situation was, yeah. and she would know exactly which kid it was. So she's not just uh, somebody who's been kind of in and out and just I talk to every once in a while. Dara knows the girl. Yeah, like so she's they, more than a baby daddy. Yeah, she's I'm a life dad. partner. Like, That's right. We call her I'm a life partner. Day. Yeah, we call Dara on Father's Day. Happy Do you see, I love this. I love that. Yeah. How did you guys start that? Like, it, well, I mean, and do you have any trouble or not trouble? But so you know how kids split parents, right? Like when I, when I mean, I mean, like if mama doesn't give it to me, I'm going to go ask daddy on the sly or whatever. Do oh. the kids ever come to you, Dara, with something that maybe they haven't gone to mom with first not yet not really um the, because she would if she needed to I think yeah. yeah um so even though I'm around because I do live so far away I mean it's only three hours but I'm not as I, although I know the girls and I love them and they're excited when I come to visit and you know all of that stuff I don't think we're at that level where they're like oh let me let me call Dara because mm-hmm. you know I need to talk to her but they know that if they needed to they could they could okay yeah wow yeah I think that if it was serious enough like I told them before like god forbid god forbid if they ever got pregnant young you better tell somebody before you tell me and yes. let let that person tell me and you'd be far away yeah. and it would probably be Dara <laughs> that they would call probably <laughs> You. But you won't go into cool psycho off. mode. She'll keep Dara will no, keep you from going into psycho would, mode. Yeah, it would give you the time to cool off. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and you know, problem solve at that point. Like Yeah. Ugh, I don't want to think about that. So yeah. uh, you guys are obviously um very open with one another, very trusting mm-hmm. of one another. Um so uh, for this season, we're just talking about how our friendships help us to grow as a person. Um, so what makes you guys good for each other? Um, I think for Dara, for me, is Dara will tell me if I'm wrong and if I'm right or if I'm being crazy, if I'm being irrational. She doesn't, I don't want things sugarcoated. Yeah. You need to just tell me and Dara will just tell me. Mm-hmm. And I, and I need somebody like that. Otherwise I'm going to fly off the hinge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably quite a bit. Yeah. Or do stupid things. And that's part of probably what has kept um, your friendship so strong for all of these years. Amber, if that's mm-hmm. what you need. And Dara, that's probably how you're just wired. Yep. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm very tell it like it is. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you the truth, whether you want to hear it or not. Whether you ask for it or not. Um, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. 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 I like to think I'm a little bit nicer than that, but yeah. Me. Well, that could be, me. Speaking the truth is nice, I think. Yes. Yes. Especially I'm when very, you love somebody. 
Yes. And I, I'm more so to do that with Amber because she is my best friend mm-hmm. and, and she and receives the- it well. For the most part, sometimes she's like, no, I don't think I'm crazy. And I'm like, you're crazy. (laughs) So tell us about one of those moments, um, maybe where you, Dara, shared something you were straight with Amber and maybe Amber, you didn't take it so well initially. Do you, do you have any of those moments? I don't, I don't even, I don't know. I mean, we're just, the the only thing, I think that the only Maybe with maybe with stuff with like Tori, like when I was going through stuff with him, and especially when I came up there, and you mm-hmm. like leave the fool alone, and I'm like, I'm gonna leave him alone. And then, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. And it, even but so, is this? Then, are you talking Amber with your ex, or uh, with he's what? He's not my. Ex. Go ahead. Okay, so Amber has a younger daughter named Tori. Oh, okay. And she she I'm was sorry. in a no. It's okay. She was actually in a relationship with her father, whose also his name was Tori, but he passed away. Oh, understood. Yes. Yeah. So, but before she ended up having little Tori with him, they went through a breakup, which is why she moved in with me for a few years. Mm-hmm. And I was very as adamant mm-hmm. as I was, leave him alone, leave him alone, leave him alone. Yeah. Even when she didn't, I was still, I, I didn't hold it against her. Mm-hmm. And so even though she didn't agree with it, with what I was saying, she didn't want to hear what I was saying. Well, no matter what she chose to do, I still backed her up. I yeah. love that. I, there's two <laughs> things I want to talk about in there. Um, the first is a lot of, I was going to do like a live on this because there's a lot of friends, girlfriends who want to tell their girlfriends about their boyfriends and how they're no good for them. Mm-hmm. So one, I think there's a delicate way to do that. There is a way to do that where you can speak in love and in truth to your friend. And two, then the next thing I want to dive into is not abandoning your friend Mm -hmm. when they don't listen to your counsel or your advice. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about those two things. How How do you, how did you receive that, Amber, when she was saying, don't mess with him? It was true. So I know everything that everyone said was fact. And I knew that that was a problem, but it didn't matter. I just, I loved Tori. Yeah. Really unconditionally. And I don't know. I just, it just did. I just did. There was no rhyme or reason to it. No. And, you know, and she, she never even treated him any different. Like Mm -hmm. she's like, she's way different than me in that. Like the stuff that he did to me, he ran me through the dirt with some stuff and Dara was still nice to him and mm. BJ did a quarter of the stuff that Dara did that Tori did to me to Dara I fight BJ yeah <laughs> like, like, I just she, she really never judged and he would even call her sometimes Tori would call her and say get your friend she's acting crazy mm-hmm. and then she would call me and say what did he do? Mm, not what did you do? What did he do? Yeah, but and then she would listen to my response and she would say sometimes, Amber, you're being stupid. And yeah. she was right sometimes, probably most <laughs> of the time, but it was just a very, for a while, for a long time, it was a roller coaster of craziness. So did yeah. that draw you guys closer together, that roller coaster of craziness? 
No, I think that um, I think that Zara, the things that make me their close is for me anyway. Is Zara has proved time and time again that she's not going anywhere. Mm. She's gonna be my friend regardless whether she likes it, she agrees with it, whatever. She's gonna be my friend regardless. She has been. I, I remember I told you I didn't want to do it because I said Zara's been a way better friend to me. <laughs> but Zara has. But it's just because I'm needy. I'm more needy than you. <laughs> But I'm so glad, like we talked about it on the phone. I'm so glad Dara has never been in the situation that I've been in yeah. to where I needed to be there for her. And mm-hmm. God forbid when those days come, Dara won't have to even get the sentence out and I'll be gone. Right. Out. I still think though, that if those things happen, when those things happen to me, you're going to be more emotional than I am. So I still might have to be there for you. <laughs> So would you say that Dara, you're more of the thinker in the friendship and Amber, you're more of the feeler? Yes. Oh, I'm definitely more sensitive. Oh yes, definitely. Cry baby. Yeah. Cry baby thug. So how do you, I I want, and we're going to, we're going to flip this in just a minute, but how do you, um, like you said, uh, Dara, you said, I still back her, even if she's, you know, doing something that I don't agree with or whatever. Yeah. How do you, how do you balance that with wanting and desiring the best for your friend? I don't even know that it's a balance. It's just kind of like you said, it's kind of how I'm wired. I, I, I love people for who they are, not mm-hmm. what they do. Yeah. Um, unless she or somebody in my life really would do something that you, you like, you'd have to do something really bad for me to cut you off and not right. want to have anything to do with you. I'm, I get angry easily, but I forgive just as easy. Mm. Um, and so I don't even think it's a balance. It's just, I love her. She's my best friend and she might drive me crazy sometimes, but that's not ever going to cloud my feelings for her. There's it's just unquestionable. Yep. I love your friendship. This is like, <laughs> I'm going to cry. Oh, see, she's showing her sensitivity right now. <laughs> so, but Dara, how do you feel like Amber has been there for you? How does she I mean, meet your needs? Because everybody has different needs, right? In a friendship. Yes. And even though I have not been through all of the crazy, she's been through a lot of very traumatic, crazy things in the years that we've known each other. I can still, even though it's not that, is serious. I can still call her and talk to her and just, she answers the phone and she says, hello. And I just go a mile a minute for 30 minutes and she just sits there and listens. So just having somebody that will listen and, you know, Amber's a hype man too. So if she calls me and says, I want to beat somebody up, I'm like, let's think about this. Why do we feel this way? And (laughs) if I were to call her and say, I want to beat somebody up, she's like, where do I meet you? Right. I've got a broken bottle in my hand. Let's go. Let's go. Yes. (laughs) But it's just knowing you have that somebody and that, you know, even though we live in different cities and don't get to see each other a whole lot. I mean, I saw her and her girls probably for the first time in almost a year. I went down for their girl's 16th birthday to take them out for the day. Uh And um, yeah, I mean, just all that time can pass without seeing each other in person and yeah. nothing ever changes. Like we just pick up right where we left off. You know, it's, it's interesting. So out of, I think I've pre-recorded five interviews with friends so far for this season. 
and every single set of friends lives geographically separated. Mm-hmm. But they're I'm trying to get her back. <laughs> but they're like ride or dies. But you know, yeah. I am totally. I'm geographically separated from every single one of my close friends. Every single one of them. Um, it's. I mean, it. You, it would. It would have to be a planned trip, right? Yeah. To see them, and so. But I often wonder, like, would you be as close if you lived near each other? If you didn't have to be intentional about it, we would. I, I think that yeah. if if we lived closer to each other, it would almost be, be like we were living together because we'd be together all the time. Right. Whether and whether she was home or not, or I was home or not, if she needed a break from her kids, she'd come to my house. And right. if I needed yeah. to just kind of get away and lay on the couch and watch the laundry, I'd go to her house. Like yeah. that's that's yeah. how we were when we were kids too. Now, do yeah. either of you have uh sisters? I do not. I do. Amber you has do. nothing but sisters. Okay. Yeah. And how does your relationship um differ maybe from the relationship with your sisters because it's it certainly sounds like Dara is your tight sister yeah yeah uh I'm not really like my older sister I'm not really close with her I love her but I'm not really close with her um I think Brittany and I are pretty close but I I still wouldn't tell Brittany or Shannon who's my other sister the stuff that I tell Dara mm. Because they're more judgmental. They're very judgy. Yeah, they're very judgy. And um, yeah, I just, I just wouldn't. I love them most of the time, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I just, yeah. I just would no. It's just the people that they are. I always say all the time, you know, as your siblings get older, it's not the fact that they're my my sisters or my brother. It's the people that they grow into as adults that I still want to surround myself with. And even though I, I love them, like Brittany, I can hang out with all the time. Brittany doesn't bother me. Shannon, I can only do in doses. And Christy, I can only do in doses. Because but you and Dara Shannon, could be together forever. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, because Dara, I, look, ugh, Dara, I just take, I just take things what they are. Like, she just, you can walk into the house and Dara will be on her phone. She won't even lift up her head. <laughs> she won't even lift up her head. And I, when I first lived with her, I thought that should have, sorry, that, that's just so annoying. And then after a while, I was like, whatever. And there yeah. she is. Yeah. And, and Dara <laughs> will come here and she'll sleep. Like, I haven't seen Dara in six months. I'm and she'll say, and she'll lay down and go to sleep. <laughs> okay. And I, it, it, it doesn't matter. It's just the fact that she's within my vicinity. Yeah. Is all I need. And it's like, Okay. Something is back in the back in the place. Yeah. yeah. What I yeah. love about what the two of you are saying is this this theme that keeps coming up is this one where in your friendship you don't judge each other. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that's a quality that's present in all um really close it has to be. Mm-hmm. Right? Over, yeah. here, over here, yeah. yeah. But does <laughs> but does that um does that carry over into your lives, like your compassion for one another, does that carry over for you guys in your ability to have more compassion for other people as well? I think for me, it does. I try my best 
not to judge people. Mm-hmm. I might not like what they do, right. but I try to always kind of think of what they might be going through. Mm-hmm. And I'm very bad about that because that's one reason I think why I can't hold grudges and stay mad at people because I can always in my head work out a reason why, okay, well, they're valid, even if they're not, mm-hmm. I, I, I can see both sides of things. And so I have a lot of compassion for people. Don't get me wrong. People get on my nerves <laughs> and I complain, <laughs> but I don't hold it against them. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a beautiful a gift. Limit. Yeah. Does. I know. I, Amber, I saw you going like, mm-mm, mm-mm, yeah. not me. <laughs> Uh-oh. Are you still there? There she is. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. I have a limit. She does. Yeah. But it's a very, I feel like it's a very, you have to do a lot. Like my limit is very long. Yeah. And I try, I also, I know I haven't always made the right decisions in life. So I try to give people yeah. passes on a lot of things. Sure. But then after a while, you know, when they say people show you who they are, believe, believe them. them the yeah. first time. Yep. Yeah. Yes. 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 And and I feel like now I've kind of surrounded myself, I'm almost 40, kind of surrounded myself with a really, really gr- good group of friends. And so now I can be pickier. And now I can go, mm, I don't think I really need you around because I have literally 10 other people that don't act like this. Well, I think that's a great point, Amber. I think that we have to be we have to be selective. Like we owe it to ourselves to be selective about who's mm-hmm. This sounds diva-ish, but who's allowed in our presence? In my circle. Right? Yep. Because yeah. um, who's around us is who we become. Mm-hmm. And so we have to protect that. And I think a lot of times women in particular can be um, less assertive in that way because they feel like they're just supposed to be nice because they want to be liked because they want to be whatever. But if we, if we aren't fiercely protective with ourselves first, how can we expect anybody else to be fiercely protective of us? Mm -hmm. So how do you guys, how do you guys, what do you admire about each other? Speaking of being fiercely protective of the self and, of, you know, just taking care of yourself and how you believe in yourself. What do you guys admire about each other in that regard? Well, with Amber, I admire as outspoken and loud as I can be. I admire the fact that Amber is even louder. And at times when I feel like I back down from, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess asserting myself and Mm -hmm. just kind of go, it's not worth it. I just, I'm not even going to get into it. Amber was like, oh no, you're going to hear what I have to say. And I admire that because I, I don't do that. Not to the level that she does. Like I kind of, I have anxiety and, and and that kind of holds me back some. Mm -hmm. And so if it's in front of friends or loved ones, I can do it, but more, you know, people that don't, I don't know really, or whatever, it kind of, that anxiety kicks in and I'm like, no, no, I just need to be, you know quiet and kind of back down a little bit. Amber doesn't care. Amber's going to tell you no matter who you are, (laughs) how she feels. And yeah, so I definitely admire that. And she's, you know, a hardworking mom. Like Mm -hmm. she does what it takes to take care of her kids. And Mm -hmm. I even fuss at her because I mean, at Christmas time, she goes all out. I'm like, why are you buying those children, all that stuff? 
Look at she's like, face. nope, got to take, got to take care of my babies. And I'm like, oh, you know, we talk about that stuff all the time. I'm like, you spend too much money. <laughs> she's just like, nope, nope, nope. That's what they want. I got to take care of them. I'm a single yeah. parent. So yeah. And it's yeah, what, awesome. and it sounds, it's more than just what they want. It's who you are, Amber. It's what you want to do for them. It's the, yep. that's how you love them. I think it's also, um, it's guilt gifts. Is that a term? We can make sure, it a term. Sure. Guilt gifts. Because I feel, especially with all of my girls, they're the twins' dad. He's a bum. He's not going to do anything for them. Tori's dad has passed. So in my mind, I'm making up for two parents. Mm-hmm. And I need, and I just need to be logical sometimes. But I just, I every time I go, I'm going to stop. Another package comes in. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just, you know, I just spoil them. They're, I tell them all the time, they're the spoiledest poor kids I've ever met in my life. Yeah. Because <laughs> we are poor. <laughs> but, yes, rich, have but rich in everything you need, right? Yeah. More than what they need. More yeah. than what yeah. they deserve. <laughs> really. So what about you, Amber? What do you admire about Dara? Um, I admire... Well, never, Dara has always been very responsible, very responsible. Even when Dara was 14 and 15, she was always like money responsible. She was always, and I think that's, you know, that stems probably from like with her mom and things like that. Dara has always been on top of things and mm. making sure Dara is okay. Um, I appreciate or admire Dara's, um, her loyalty. It's very, very hard to find people who will say, pack your kids up and come live with me for two years yeah. for free and get your life together. Oh my I'm going to help you. And That's powerful. Wow. Not, not once complained, not once asked me for anything, not, you know, and, and even during that time, Dara was going through her own stuff with like her husband and things being out of work and still that was carrying a whole household, me, her husband and my two kids. And never asked for anything. You know, and any time, any time I've needed Dara, she was there. The night that um, Tori's dad passed away, I called Dara like at 1130 at night and I said, I don't know what's going on, but I think it's really bad. I might need you to come down here. Dara got in her car and was left Fredericksburg and was to Hampton for me that night. Wow. No questions. All I did was call and she was there. And that's the type of friendship that I want to communicate and show to the viewers and listeners that's possible because I run into so many women and I'm sure you guys do too, that struggle with female relationships, that struggle with finding that good friend. So, you know, on that note, what would you what would you encourage the women who are listening and watching? What would you encourage them to look for to, or conversely to run from um, in a friendship? I mean, sometimes it's not even what you're looking for in other people. It's what you're looking for in yourself. Oh, that's good. And you have to be able to be a good friend to have good friends. That's right. Mm -hmm. And you have to be a good person to have good people in your life that are really 
truly in there to stay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not just for a season. Um, and, and I think that's a big thing is I don't have issues with other women. I'm not catty. I'm yeah. not, you know, any of that. I mean, like I said, I'm outspoken, but it's because those are my beliefs and, you mm-hmm. know, what I believe in. But it's not because, ew, I think she's cuter than me or, ew, I don't like that. Like, I'm just not that type of person. And so I am able to have friendships with people that are meaningful, Mm -hmm. but I have very few friends, Yes, which I, I enjoy that. I have people that I might hang out with. I have people that, you know, I'm close with for maybe a short amount of time, but like my best friends, like. I've, you know, since, especially since moving to Fredericksburg, I've kind of, you know, you have work friends and then you leave that job and then, you know, you think you're going to be friends, but you leave out of sight, out of mind. And Mm -hmm. Amber has been there constantly, no matter what. So I think that definitely just, you know, looking within yourself and seeing what type of person you are and what type of friend you are is going to help you get friendships and maintain them that are healthy for you. Right. Yeah, that's good. I lo- I love that advice. Yep. Yeah. How about for you, Amber? What would you say to them? Um, I I don't know. I'm just I'm an observer, so I watch people for a long time before okay. I let them in. Like I don't just randomly say, "You're my friend now. Come over here." No. Like, you, but you know how many people really do is. that? Oh yeah. yeah they're so the yeah. hungry for friendship that they're just like, yeah, no. little word vomit. Let me tell you everything about my life. And, and I don't like that. I don't, that actually turns mm-hmm. me off Yeah, because let me, let me take the time to get to know you. Like, I think that like, I actually, you know, I have core, like I have a core group of friends like Dara, like I would say like me and Dara have the same pretty much core group of friends, like two or three other girls. We know at the end of the day, no matter what, they're going to be there. But I, I actually have really good friends outside of that core group, too, I, you know, that I'm really, really close to, that I still talk to, and I think that, um, I think that we just, you just understand, you have to be patient in friendships, too, and know that some people want so much from you. As a mom, as somebody who works, I can't give everyone that all the time. That's right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I, I guess you have to, I have to have people or surround myself with people who understand that Amber may not always answer your call. Got it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to call but it's you again, back. knowing yourself, you have to know yeah. yourself first. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's really good. Yeah. So last question I have for the two of you is um, this, you know, season is all about how yeah. friendships make you grow. So your friendship, Amber and Dara, how have you grown individually because as a direct result of your friendship I became more responsible nice. <laughs> so she's rubbing off on you huh she really really like to tell Dara when my credit score goes up like yeah. I don't know if you it's like bringing home like when you're a kid and you got like straight A's on your report card and your parents are like great job I swear to god I love to tell Dara when my credit score goes up nothing brings me more joy in life <laughs> And nothing brings me more joy than to hear that. I'm like, oh my gosh, good job. (laughs) Sarah, guess what I paid off? I paid off two of my credit cards. Oh, I don't, I thrive to live (laughs) in Dara's credit world. Yeah. (laughs) 
That's you guys remind me so much of my friendship with my friend Candy. She's the responsible one, and I'm like, yeah, fly by the seat of your pants, girl. Like, oh no, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> That's so good. How about you, Dara? Um, I just, you know, feel like, like I said earlier, you know, Amber's more of an outspoken in all situations than I am. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think with us being friends, especially when I'm with her, that helps me become more like that. Ah, um, okay. Because I kind of have that confidence because she's next to me. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, yeah she just kind of, yeah, she doesn't play. Yeah. So, <laughs> Yeah. Don't mess so with Amber people. Don't mess with her. Cause she, she, More she so yeah. Don't mess with yeah. You cause Amber will go crazy. Me. Yeah. You just say what you want to me. I don't give a crap. Don't. <laughs> but don't what mess with my friend. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so that's, that that's, there, huh? I love, I love your friendship. It is 100% authentic and beautiful to see. Thank you for sharing that with me. And as we close out today, just if you could leave the listeners and the watchers with uh, one little nugget about friendship, about life, whatever it is, what's the nugget oh, you want to leave with them? <laughs> Find you an Amber. <laughs> oh, that's the best oh. advice ever. <laughs> I don't know how that, I'm not going to top that. So I'll say <laughs> find you a Dara. <laughs> yes. Or maybe I did top it with that. Look. Find you a good, maybe. good friend. Somebody yep. who's steady and will always be there. That's the two of you. Yeah. Yeah. Friends, if you were encouraged by the truths that Dara and Amber shared, would you please do me the honor of sharing your biggest takeaway from today's episode in your Instagram story? Tag me at dr.sherryspeaks and use the hashtag thriving thoughts with Dr. Sherry. That'll help us get the show out to more people who aren't aware of it and um, can be encouraged by it. Share this episode with a friend, hashtag share the show, and check back this Friday for another monologue episode with me about thriving in friendship. If you want to connect with Amber and Dara, all of the ways to do that are in the show notes. See you guys next time. And remember to speak truth over the lies so you can thrive in any and every circumstance.